Let me tell you how I live today. In the living room. This week in the living room, I'm here with Jeremiah, who I met a few weeks ago when I went to the Common Market on Saturday for my Dover Vineyard Farms produce pickup. His wife had a table with amazing and beautiful, actually astounding art. And I spoke with Allie for a while, but then she um, connected me with Jeremiah and we talked about his passion project, bringing affordable housing to folks in Charlotte. I'm going to link some information in the podcast notes because Jeremiah is pairing with the Chain Fund, which is a local nonprofit raising support for cancer patients for the Wakanda Ball Saturday, November 12th. So rather than heading to the setup that I had for audio, Jeremiah and I just kind of jumped into some... uh, rabbit hole conversations about life and started out with human design, which is a pattern system that's um, fairly woo, but uh, paradoxically incredibly practical. And Jeremiah was smart enough to click record on the voice memo. So the uh, organic conversation we had was was captured in all its uh, background street sounds and iPhone ding glory. So look forward to talking with Jeremiah again. Hopefully we can uh, get more into the um, other aspects of the projects that he's working on right now. What's funny is that was my intention originally with the living room is to just talk about life and share stories and see where it leads us. And as always, um, it leads us to the oneness that we are. So thank you, Jeremiah. And here is the living room. What your, you know, defined centers are, that's considered your authority. And um, so, like, I have a sacral authority. And, and so, I mean, you're grounded, like, you're, you're firm in your foundation, or what does that mean for yeah, you? Yeah, it's kind of like root. And, and what it means is, like, the, 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 the strategy of my being is simply to, like, I'm an energy generator. So... I think 70% of the planet are generators, right? So we're in this massive shift where the generators on the planet are moving away from enslavement because it's like I spent most of my life generating my energy for other people, you know, in, in partnership and relationship and jobs that I've done. You know, it's only recently that I've completely abandoned anything except for what is my passion and drive to generate my energy because that's that's kind of like the right use of my life force as a generator so the sacral authority comes in where it's like it's so freaking easy like literally because i've been i learned about it a, a year ago 
I literally get a feeling in my gut. Like if I if I were to be like, you know, should I have a meeting with Jeremiah? You know, it'll be like, blah, 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 blah. and if it's a no, it's just like this kind of deep pressure. You know, should I buy a car? <laughs> should I buy? It, any yes or no question? It's the craziest mm-hmm. freaking thing. Should I take this gig? I and I and I've been doing it long enough that it's it's like this flow where I don't even have to to. Uh, most of the time, I don't even have to sit down and ask a question. I can just kind of feel my energy. What's really weird is like last week I had a bunch of bills due and like, you know, the typical mental 3D, you know, and I just had this horrendous resistance. And finally I'm like, I sat down with it and it's like, am I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to like sell this investment so that I can pay it? And it was like, no. I'm like, all right, we're just going to see how this turns out. Yeah. Yeah. Be a train wreck. But I'm at that point in my life where it's like, dude, my life has been a train wreck in so many different ways. So I might as well just follow something. <laughs> Feel good about it at right. least. Right. So at a certain point, I just turn inward, and it's like, how how am I creating this in my life? What's what's this really about? And I think what it's really about is like, life isn't gonna flow unless I'm living my life and my life is a musician my life is recording and producing music and talking to people and you know trying to get some podcasts going and just the whole point of what I'm doing is just sharing stories and connecting yeah you know and does it make any sense no I don't really give a fuck because it none of this makes sense right right like, I think the, the whole point this is just me but I think the whole point of COVID and beyond is to ratchet up the ridiculous until people wake the fuck up. Yeah. And they're like, we could, like, we have the resources right now for every single human on this planet to have safe, affordable housing, to have abundant, healthy food and yeah. water, to be protected and safe. Yeah. It's not hard. Yeah. It's really not hard. It's like, and we're just conditioned to believe that it's never going to change. It's a mass conversion, though, and you go, oh, it's so big, like, how could it possibly... How can we get there, you know? That, I think, is the biggest and the first consciousness shift that has to happen is to to begin the process of reclaiming your power to where all of a sudden it's not here I am and here my social circles and my friends are and it's this massive black powers that be. You know, because when, like, when I talk to you at the common market, it feels to me like the entire planet is a sun, and the light of that sun is coming out of every single human being. And the more that we share that, it just glows. It just glows. That's and it's right. almost like it's almost like that is burning up whatever bullshit layer of crust yes. somebody created as multiple layers of systems. Yes. You know. Because I was talking to my neighbor yesterday about education, you know, the EOGs and the grade tests. Your kids, Mia doesn't have to do that, but next year she will if she's in public school. Yeah. Well, the EOGs like up here, okay, but you got to dial back a bunch of layers to get to the the core of our educational system is based in in a bunch of separation bullshit. Yes. You know, it's it's competition. It's identifying early who's gifted and who's not, and what talents kids have and what they don't. It's like it makes no sense because it does not 
provide for the fostering of individual creativity and autonomy and, and accountability for educating themselves. So if that platform is fucked, then all the layers on, on top of the system are going to be fucked. It's super fucked. Yeah, and you can't fix that. Like, that's the same thing with medicine. Like, you can't, you can't make some tweaks up here and have it be okay because the foundation is fucked. It's finance system. Fucked. You know, the economy. I mean, every system, every externalized system we have is fucked from the start. So what's the answer? The answer to me is to realize we created those systems. They're externalized consciousness from us. So just change our consciousness now. Right. And the emergence will be non-fucked systems, or maybe at least a little bit less fucked. Less, less fucked. Less yeah. Fucked. <laughs> yeah, I was talking literally yesterday about... Um, so my therapist goes, how do you, how do you show yourself grace, right? Because I'm like incredibly difficult on myself. And okay, it, but is, do you mind if I record this or is this like too personal to record? No, okay. I'm going to tell you, I'm recording. When you said record, <laughs> when you said record, I started we recording. One. We are one. And the more we allow ourselves to be one, like for me, that's huge because I have spent my whole life as thinking I'm the locus of control. Yes. You know? So you're, I, I want chills. When you said the word grace, literally goosebumps. I want to hear this. So, so she said, how are you showing yourself grace? Because I'm, I'm walking through all these spaces. I don't have the knowledge, you know, I'm seeking it, right? I'm grabbing yeah. it as I go. Right. And there's always naysayers, right? There's people, you can't do that. You're not there yet. I don't care. You, you know, like I, I'm going to do this, right? She said, how are you showing yourself, Grace? And I, we were talking it out, and I said, um, you know how I actually show Grace is I teach people how to treat me by treating them the way I want to be treated. And I see someone's vibration may be low, and I spend a little extra time trying to amplify their vibration. And I speak to them in, like, Subtle tones. I just, I, I've been through a lot of shit. It sounds like you know everybody's been through sh shit, and and um, for so long it was like you have to remain the facade, the persona, right, the mask. Yeah, right. You have to wear the shield and and appear to be better than. Right. And it's like, okay, dude, this is warts and all, right? Like, um, so I, I find I get into rooms that I don't feel like I belong in. And I got there because I just tell people my heart, right? And I go, this is what I want, and this is how I think, and this is what I feel. <clears throat> and this is how I got to those conclusions, you know? And um, so I, I was just telling her, like, for me, I'm, I'm out here doing this because I can't change directly you know, what's happening in other parts of the world or what's happening above me in government or what's happening here or there. So I can change the people in my close network and I can, like, like how we met, you yeah. know, 
man, come on. And and you go, oh, I, I need that energy, right? Like yeah. this aligns, right? And and so um, it, it's just like an amp- amplification of vibration. And, and then um, I'm, I'm just showing people all along, I'm spending a little extra time. And then on the days where I don't have it, right? right. The days where I don't want to do it. The days where like the narrative in my head is winning and it's telling me I've been defeated. People like you <laughs> spark conversations like this. Yeah. You know, and then I'm reignited, you know, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's like that is how we change the world, right? At some time from now to infinity, we will have changed the world, right? And what I, I mean, it's probably the 20th of September. I had a particularly crushing day, and and I, like, flipped the switch. And I'm like, I cannot say that 100% since then I've done this because I, you know, I think we all have this... I think I, I perceive it as like layers that I have created, like constructs, whether it's in my emotional field or my mental field, that I did at a time to be safe and survive. So as that kind of comes to the forefront of my awareness, I feel defeated. I feel, you know, um, despair. I feel, you know what I'm saying? Like it just comes back as a wash. So I haven't been 100%, but. To the extent that I've been aware and intentional, my um, that flip of the switch was the news here. Because we are here. I think I was talking to you about that in the common market. The more I, I mean, like I can feel my whole body right now kind of vibrating because the more that I just acknowledge the fact that we're one, like there's unity consciousness of humanity yes. whether we allow ourselves to see it or not and the only thing that keeps us from seeing who we are and that truth is what we have constructed to um, keep our vision and in in our hearts in a place of separation so so I'm in a place where it's like like what you, what you're saying creating the new you know, con- connecting. I have found it um, words I'm thinking are like making sense, but but true. My truth right now is it already is. It's like it already is, and so I'm. Am I creating anything? Yeah, we're we're in my in my reality we are co-creating yes. the world and it feels a lot more fun to think about it as discovery yes like in some ways it's already a done deal because we can't deny the unity of ourselves like we can people do it that's why I mean but if there's no if we're one then that mask serves no purpose right right like how people view me, if, if it's anything other than part of themselves, how I view right. other people. Right. You know, and that, and that was the biggest, to me, that was the key to unlock 
everything that I've gone through in this situation is I, I can't protect myself and protect my daughter and do anything intentionally that is going to harm another person who is just me. Yes. Like and and so the the turmoil, the conflict, the the heartache that I had this summer was knowing <clears throat> the reality of what my daughter was expressing to me, what she was going through, wanting to change that. You know, all of this legal stuff, but at the same time, like I don't feel good if I don't love. Right. Like, I have to be in a place where I just unconditionally love and adore her dad, my ex. Yeah. If I'm not in that place, it doesn't matter what's happening in the 3D realm. I feel like crap. Yeah. So I had to I had to take that time, and that's that's why the bizarro, you know, kids in foster care. I've seen her twice since August 17th, maybe three times since August 17th. I mean... Imagine being a mom who, you know, I mean, moms and dads have different roles, but for the most part, mom is like the school person, you know. Sure. And if I didn't have all of that time without her physically with me, I, I wouldn't have had to go through the process to sort this shit out and get back to, like, what is my design? What am I here to do? here to love, be love, that's me. Yeah. And the times in my life where I've blocked that or denied that for whatever reason, I feel like shit. Yeah. So. <clears throat> you know, in my past I have, um, well, so... <laughs> Everybody has it worse, so it's kind of hard to talk about, right? So it's like, you know, I, I, I was, my, my father was abusive, you know what I mean? And um, that put in me, like, self-hatred. You know, he was, like, verbally dismissive and, like, just psychological, verbal, physical abuse, all of it, you know? And, um that created uh, rage, rage issues, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm like a big dude, but I feel like I'm this very small person, you know? And and it, w it would turn into things where, like, I would, I would get into fights with people and, like, I would get scared and I would just, like, pick stuff up, you know? And, it, and it's like, there's no reason for me doing that. I'm just, like, terrified, you know? go through like so many trials um, to be able to control this massive energy yeah. right right and like to be able to discharge it as I want you know because I used right. to like hit walls or right. I would cut myself or I yeah. would like go attack people or like you know just annihilate people with words and right you ever listen to the band Tool? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you can lie, but all the mirrors show me. So yeah. what's the difference? It's like my I was talking to my 
friend and I said, you know, all, all I look, looked up and saw was like my father over top of me in this like fit of rage, an uncontrollable man. But he was like a trained Marine and in his headspace, he was probably going, how reserved am I being, you, you know? And so that d dichotomy, like... Um, so the paradox of the fact that you felt this out-of-control um, projected energy from him and knowing somehow that it was controlled by him, meaning probably intentional. Like the me it seems to me like the message you got was that it was intentional and controlled because of him being Marine. Is, is that... Oh, he would tell me all the time. He'd be like, I can fucking kill you, you know? Like, yeah. And he'd be like, uh, ju justifications like, you know, um, if you can take on me, you can take on the world. You, you know, stuff. Right, like a tough love thing. Right. right. And so we work through all these spaces, and I actually have, like, a good relationship with my father. Um, but he is a psychopath. He don't admit it, but he is. And, uh... So I went to him and I said, hey man, um, you're the archetype of what a man is. My mother, who I feel is one of the most beautiful souls on the planet that I've, I've seen, like she just is one of those people that is, she, she can charm anybody, like she just pulls yeah. people in, she's so loving. And it's all genuine, you know? And, uh, and she would go, oh, your dad, you know, your dad. He, he saved her from an abusive marriage, so she was like 100% ride or die with him. Yeah, and uh, she, she lifted him up, so I kind of was always like disconnected from myself where I was going, yeah. well, this woman who I admire says that this man is good, but I don't see the goodness in this man, so I am confused, and like, and, and, you know, then it's like drugs and alcohol are a big part of my past right. and like all these right. things. And you go, well, people are just telling you you're confusing. You're like, I know none of this makes sense. Like, I don't feel like this is right. right. I, like, I'm thinking differently than people. And right. they're telling me I'm like way out of line, but it makes perfect sense to me, you know. So everybody's going, you have to act this way. And I go, well, that's not who I am, you know. So... I said, Dad, you're the archetype of, of what a man is. I've seen you cry twice in life. Once you were drunk and you came to me the following day and apologized to me for crying. Another time was when your father died yeah. uh, unexpectedly. I didn't see you cry when your mother died. You know, like, right. you, you don't have to be that. He was like, dude, do you not think that I have issues and problems and stresses and I'm just trying to like carry the family so that that conversation and me going you gotta break this down for me dude because I I'm I'm disconnected from what I'm hearing and seeing like and and so then he became like vulnerable with me and we've had some really cool conversations yeah. off of that you know and probably in the last three years um that the family's growing tremendously and um, and like in doing that I was able to hear my father's anger when he speaks mm -hmm. 
it's almost like uh, a different language now. You know, you go, oh, I recognize he's asking for help, but he doesn't know how to say I can't do something because he thinks he has to know everything, right? So like that insecurity, right? I mean, that's beautiful because it means that whatever, you know, process you've gone through, um, the, the trigger, you know, the connection with that, like, deep brainstem survival need not there. Like, you can receive it as information, and the processing doesn't go through the channels of, oh, shit, I might die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, which gives you this, the capacity to have space to just take in the information and make sense of it with, within your framework, you know, that you have created that reframes relationship. Yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. Yeah. And then I see that, like, transpiring throughout my family. Right. And so, so what I was saying is, like, we just create nodes, right? Like, yeah. I, I have a level of understanding. I truly believe you definitely have a level of understanding. It's like, um, and, and technically we all have it, right? But it, some of us have activated it and some have it. And, and I, I found it and I gave it to my father and I gave it to my... Right. And them seeing the uh, transmutation in me, right? Right. They were like, holy shit, like, people can change. And we can just, like, right. flip our ways. And we can just, right. you know, we can say the past is the past. And we can move forward from, you know, you go, hey, we don't got to be hung up all the fuck the way back here, man. Right, right, you know? right, right. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's... I don't know, it's work in progress, you know, because um, how there's, you know, some sort of alchemy where I, th- I think it does start with you and your relationship with your past, but how the alchemy of, you know, fire burning away the attachment to the past of the other people you're in relationship with, you know, like, it sounds like you've had some pretty magical times with your dad, and it just... and it just happened so I think that's you know part of my um, process that I've gone through recently is is that's what I'm talking about that giving up the locus of control and just surrendering and trust like okay this is the way it is and what I've been doing doesn't seem to be um, demonstrating that unity and that love and that capacity for change and growth, then I'm going to stop <laughs> doing what I'm doing. I'm going to surrender and I'm going to trust that who I am, like who you are, like who everybody is on the planet with not only the capacity for that type of relationship, but the groundedness in our oneness is just like, it is a fact, it is a truth, right? That capacity I guess what it's what it feels like is taking myself out of the equation, which means taking my bullshit out of the equation. You know what I mean? Like just pulling my projections out, pulling my expectations, my intentions, my um, because uh, it's like you, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what's hanging me up until I, I do that work. Like I said, now it's like. I've, I've, the last couple of days, I literally have had this vision. I'm a super visual person, so whenever I have like internal, I call 
call them downloads, like insights yes. and clarity. Yes. Um, a lot of times it's visual. And so I had this thing um, with Jimmy last night. It was so funny because I had these emotions and, and it, it, I literally can feel that even though I'm feeling it real time, it feels stale, like this pattern, this program, like a loop, you know, of, I was feeling um, a little bit of fear, and guilty maybe, because we were supposed to go do something and then I backed out at the last minute and, you know, just need to please him and what if, what if I don't, um, what if I'm not? compliant and just a people pleaser person and what if I do what I want to do and you know it's like all of this I've got another friend that calls them feelings because it's like thoughts and feelings <laughs> you know it's mental shit and yeah like, dude. You know, <laughs> and so, that's know, good um, I was so I was starting to verbalize this to him and he's like dude it's already over you know because he's freaking zen master and so um, I had um drawn a bath so I was like taking a bath and then all of a sudden I was like oh like the reason I felt like I need to share my feelings with him it, that was kind of like an old pattern I had that I thought was being vulnerable but really it was like using the emotions to connect in a way that got reinforcement made me feel safe yeah does that make any sense yeah yeah you get the uh, you get the uh, upliftment out, out of it like no 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 you, like, that's not what happened like, I'm yeah. the vulnerable no, you're one totally like, here's my emotions yeah. right and make me feel better yeah. so I just kind of laughed at myself because the visual I had was like this weird gray swarmy cloud you know of, of emotion and then like inside of it I'm, I'm doing lots of hand I, I, I'm right now, but what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to demonstrate with my hands is this like field surrounding my body, like a like a cloud bubble, and inside that a shell that's similar but not as hazy, but just like this frenetic mental energy, right? But in the center of it is just like this gold core that's like, yeah, whatever, you know, you'll come to me eventually and figure it all out. You know, take your time airing out that shit. You know, and so I just laughed at myself because I was like, huh. And I, and I, I'm, grace is what I'm giving myself right now because it's, when stuff like that comes up, like I used to look at it as a failing, you know, critical mind would be like, why do you get stuck here? Why do you, why do these loops come up? Why do you relate to people in this way? Why can't you da da da? Now the grace is like, oh, isn't that cool? Because grace and space, man, and we're gonna take that little bit of space Instead of being immediately critical, just don't even ask why. Just step back and be like, huh, isn't that interesting? And then the answer just come. Like, oh, well, you were doing this, and you, you, this is a pattern for you in relationships. And see how it's not really helpful, and it keeps you out of who you actually are. And just being able to speak your truth, you know, because sometimes the truth is, dude, I'm really disappointed. Sure. You know, but most of the time... It's, it's just, there's just not, there's not anything, there's not any nonsense. It's just easy. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like most of the time, there's not a problem. Like, if you think about um, your situation with your dad, because childhood trauma is huge, and me having any growth at all has come through, like, A, acknowledging what happened, and then B, getting the tools to 
work through it and separate self from not self. Um, but that whole um, imprinting of this, a lot of the childhood trauma stuff that I've done talks about like it all happens from one to seven, right? Yes. We don't have any language. There's no stories being told. It's all like this emotional making sense of the world. And um, there's this guy named Patrick Tehan who has a YouTube channel that has a bunch of childhood trauma videos. And I, I think it's helped me a lot because it's, it's just so practical. It's like, look, if you grew up in these circumstances, you're going to have errors in perception and you're going to have difficulty with boundaries. Mm. And that's so that's what it is. It's like the information that's coming into you from the world, you're perceiving it differently. Yeah. You know, and you, and you, I say you, but me. Sure. And I, you know, difficulty with boundaries because where does myself end and there? So I say all that because, like, I look back on situations now and it's like, man, a healthy person would never make that behavior okay. You know, like a, a healthy human would not be in a situation where somebody was treating them the way that we sure. were treated. A lot of could we change it? We were kids, whatever. The point is that thinking about it now, there's no emotional trigger. It's like, no, I would just never do that. I'd walk away. Yeah, I'd, don't allow, you know, allow the so, access. So that's what I'm saying. Like if, when when we're in our core. There's no, you don't, there's no, like, self-help book you need to read on relationships. It's just easy. You know, like, you, you yeah. probably have the experience of encountering individuals when you, when your cup is full and sensing that low vibe and having space for them and, and giving, but at the same time encountering individuals that are not receptive and not open. Oh, for and sure. Not, and you're probably not beating your head against the wall trying yeah. to quote fix that problem. You're just like flowing with the energy that yeah. takes you someplace else. Yeah, so that's right. That's where like all of the crazy ass, you know, scientific, curious minded. I was a doctor doing the you know physiology and stuff. Comes down to like, what if we don't really need fear? Like, what if we really can't just trust our bodies? You know, like you start walking down the street and you're getting ready to cross the road, the car comes barreling, but your body senses it. Like you're connected to everything. You just, your body just backs up. You don't have yeah. to sit there and think about what the, and what if it's the same thing in relationships? Like you get a gut feeling that says, yeah. leave the bar now. Do yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, maybe uh, the truth and the, and the, the power and the, um, discernment that we have as an innate part of our system works just fine it we does just, we, we don't just, trust ourselves we overrided that time and time again because of our childhood interactions where you know your example is a, a very similar to what I fear I know my children have gone because me being the person that I am not, not perfect by far because I wasn't the same parent back then but sure validating the abuser. Yeah. I mean, creates this incredible... Yeah, codependency is real shit. Yeah. It, it is all codependency. Yeah. It is all codependency. And so, it's the amazing paradox of this interdependence where, like, the only way that you can really, 
I, what I've found for myself is the only way that I can really be myself, heal, be whole, is to be this autonomous entity, but at the same time have an awareness that we're all one. <laughs> So, yes. square that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. Give me a, give me a period, five paragraph essay on how the fuck that works. You know? I love how they say um, <laughs> it's like grasping water, right? You know? Or like how they go, uh, those who know can't know, and those who know not know it well. And, it, and it's like, I, I talk to my therapist all the time about that. Like, um, when I'm in the vibe of life, when I'm like in the stream and I'm right. just like hanging out and the current is whipping me around and it's like, oh yeah, problem, dodge, cool, okay, right, we're, right. and it's just, you know, nothing but falling forward, right? Right. And then I go, um, all right, I, I need to show up for myself. I got to start getting busy and do things. <laughs> and, and then it like gets all messy. Yeah. And then I'm stuck on rocks and I'm like, why am I not propelling forward at that velocity that I was in? Right. And, and I get frustrated in myself because I go, why am I not in the current? Why am I not tapped in today? Why am I not in tune? You know, I was like, again, that, that, thought demon is like running around going you're failing like that shit didn't exist to begin with like you're probably mentally ill beyond repair you know <laughs> yep and, and and it's like no okay because like the breadcrumbs have been leading me exactly. all the way here. right you felt the validation before now you felt yeah. the satisfaction you felt the truth and the knowing in it so yeah. you know that's real yeah but then how can you deny, you know what I mean? It's just, it's like. Well, for me, like I said, it's what, what that process is asking me to do is double down on myself, you know, double down on myself. And so that's why, like I said, September 20th, it's like, this may be a flaming fucking train wreck, but I'm going to double down on myself regardless from now on. Yeah. It may be the most nonsensical thing in the world because I think back to the times, like the pivot points in my life where I did completely illogical, nonsensical 3D things and they were the keys to my salvation. You know, and so I see I, I get like chills in my body when I say that and it makes me want to dial into, you know, would I have the, the strength? Would I have the self-awareness to... Like, if I got an, an urging right now that said, get up and walk out the door, would I do it? Would I override it? Because, well, we're in the middle of country. You know, can I trust myself? Yeah. And I think that that is how we bring about our new world, is that once we all trust ourselves, yes. we're in our right place. We're in our right time. We are in the flow. You know, when we're, when, so, so one of the things I've done when I'm on the rocks is, because I, I laugh at myself in my clarity because the question why <laughs> never fucking helps. The question right. is why never <laughs> fucking helps. But I've been doing it for decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I just keep. You know? <laughs> What's the problem? How can I solve it? So, so that's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to uh, let go of is the whole the whole approach of life to problem solution. You know, like one of the books that I that I've read talks about cause and effect are one. 
So it's like, okay, I'm the cause and the effect. So what is going on in me? And then it's usually like that mental space, you know, those messages or what's more impactful and why it's easier to get trapped in the mental space is the emotional, you know? So like if you don't have the awareness of those emotions that are driving you, what can easily happen is something ha- you get into an emotional place where you're not feeling the flow. For me, this is what happens. And then there's immediately a mental story attached. Yes. And then it jumps into the, how do I solve this? And it takes me out of um, actually feeling the emotions of that deep level that, like for me, there's some shit that happened to me when I was a kid that I don't even have memories of. And, you know, I've done a bunch of somatic, like, uh, emotional release work. There's emotions yeah. stuck in me somewhere yeah. that have been liberated and let go. So I, I tend to do my best to approach the whole fucking process with grace. You know, and and be like, okay, what's coming up? Mm. And and it, the last two weeks have been trippy as hell because <laughs> it's like I'm feeling this tremendous resistance. You know, my immediate inclination is, well, I need to get this work done. But this yeah, time, how can I push along the quickest? This you know? time, that, yeah, I'm doing something wrong. I'm not in flow. This time, the experiment is, well, the resistance is my flow right now. <laughs> yeah. You know. And it's trippy as hell, because, like, I'll do something I think I want. Like, I'll be up there doing music, and um, and it's like, I want to do this. I want to finish this. Part of me wants to do this. Well, you know, my double clicks are getting weird-ass shit going. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Bye. Thank you, equipment. Yeah. I'm not... My, my flow's not here right now. Yeah. And that's a, that's really funny because what I was going to say is I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be doing this. But then I changed it to my flow's not here right now. Yeah. I'm trying to let go of, like, supposed to. It's fun shit. The words we speak, right? Like The spells we cast. I've been trying to remove try from my... <laughs> I got to tell you how funny this is. I'm like, okay, I should check the time because I've got this appointment at 1 and I told you I need to leave by 1.20. And it's 12.39, right? So here's what. There's a text from my appointment. Hey, would it mess up your schedule if we push to 1.15 instead of 1 o'clock? Perfect. I'm, I'm telling you, like, the day that I decided like flip the switch and like to the best of my conscious ability my energy is in we're already one the news are already here creation is a fun process of discovery amongst friends and I have to honor myself even if it means I'm a total fuck up for as long as it takes yeah <laughs> yeah um I got like this amazing gig request and Noda it was like Okay. I hear you. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I got to tell you, uh, I love that you're wearing this right now and we're having this conversation and that this is, like, how you're framed in for me. And there's this, like, beautiful warm light behind you. And I'm, I'm feeling some of the things that you're saying. I'm like, you know, man. It's, it's, like, very symbolic of, like, angelic. And I just feel like, man, you... We're all doing it right now. We're all doing it. And I think, like, the more compassion and grace we have for ourselves, 
a horn that actually extends to every human on the planet. And that's why, like I said, like um, uh, in the 3D realm, do I like the fact that there's a human being that seems to be acting in hurtful ways towards me and my kids? You know, no. And I know his trauma. You know, I know where he comes from. I know where he gets it. And yeah. I know, I know his, his fears. And, you know, am I... Am I arrogant enough to think I know the reasoning of everything? No. You know, in all humility, I can say that in one breath, and in the next breath say, I really don't know what the hell is going on. And I know we're one. Yeah. And I know that I, in my lifetime, have made choices in my ignorance that have been incredibly hurtful to people. You know, my kids included. So I'm not immune from the the trappings of humanity that yeah. we're all in and so I enjoy seeing every human on the planet as, you know even, even the bankers and you know all these, it, it doesn't feel good to me anymore to separate into these people are doing it wrong right. I, can, I can identify systems that are ineffective but systems aren't people systems are constructs that we all Abide by, like when you were younger and you were saying that you were having thoughts and they didn't fit and you were getting messages and you had to do things a certain way. Well, it's like my kid. She's at eight years old when she found out Santa wasn't real. She's like, "Why would you do this? Yeah, why why you would, how? How does it work that everybody in the world, for the most part, agrees on this lie? Like, how does that work?" And I'm like, "That's the way it works. Yeah. We all agree." It's not like we got together in a back room and signed a contract, but we all... It was done to us and we do it to you. Right, and so that's a great example of what our group think does, and we can change it. We can change it. That's funny you talk about that, because I talk to my... I talk to Ali about that, and I go, man, I really don't want to tell Mia there's Santa Claus, right? But my right. mom loves Christmas, and I want to, right. you know. And then you don't want to have the kid at school who's going, Santa ain't real, you know. And so how do you take a child and you go, look, you can't tell other people. Well, isn't that dishonest? But but you have to, you know, for the, don't you don't want to hurt other people. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I didn't ask for people to put all that on me to make make some, like, it's like, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. But then what are the ramifications? And then, like, what is the stuff that comes back from that, you know? Yeah. Silly. I, well, I think that what I've learned with with my two levels of parenting, because, like, I parented different with my older ones than with, with my daughter, um, is I can absolutely trust them with more truth than I did. Yes. Um, and I can absolutely... Back off of the control node, control mode of parenting. Like, you know, for the most part, if I'm, if they feel connected to me and there's space and safety, they'll ask me. Like when I pivoted, when the kid, when my older ones were in high school, like the drugs and alcohol thing. You know, I pivoted to this place where it was more response and education. Um, Everything changed. 
and, and because they're terrified that what you're going to do and say is going to be critical or judgmental or hurt them, and you know the right way to do things. And so when I shifted those gears to like, it didn't matter what they said, there wasn't a criticism or judgment that came out of my mouth. And most of the time, you know, I just responded. And that, that was a shift from, like, perfect mom, you know, I've got to educate my kids, I've got to, you know. So then there's the space, and they were, they would come to me and be like, so-and-so's doing this, and what do you think about this? And I would give them information. I'd be like, well, you know, um, this is what alcohol does in the body. And right now the laws say this, and, you know, I, I did this, and that's this is what happened with me, and I see other people doing this. It was just like like blasé information so the the santa claus thing is really funny because it turned out for my daughter that it was a huge eye-opener into you know sociology and psychology and humans but um i don't know know what i would do now because i was in the same boat like how can i freaking lie to my kid for like this is supposed to be the bedrock relationship of trust and you're totally lying to them yeah making something up for seven, eight years of their life, like, what? <laughs> At the same time, what it does is it destroys magic. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you get to believe in all this wonderful magical stuff, this make-believe magical stuff, yeah. as if it's real, yeah. and then we're going to tell you at a certain age that magic really doesn't exist. Yes. It's a freaking magic killer. Fuck that. I yeah. think we should flip it on the reverse and be like, because there is magic. Yeah. Anyway, I, I talk. Know. I talk to my dad. I, you gotta go in here in a second, don't you? Yeah, we got a couple minutes. I talked to my dad and I said, um, "Hey, man, I'm like really walking back. Like, why the magi, right? Like, why why all these people that were doing magic in the church got outcasted and it's right. like heresy and you can't." And uh, and I I was just like, when did all the magic? get out of the church and like now it's this sterile environment right right like the prophets weren't crazy right come on man you know i mean prophets hello (laughs) and and that's the thing about i i've literally said this to many people i go look man and we we, we can't even get into it but it's like my grandfather died when i was 11 Mm -hmm. tragically and uh i saw his like he woke me up out of my sleep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And I ran to my dad and I said, dad, I saw Papa and I saw half of him and like half his body had gotten destroyed in this yeah. fire. And like the way I saw him was just like this glowing half of his body, like peering out. I didn't know that he had been burned half to death, you know? And I told that to my dad and he said, son, you're dreaming, go back to bed. Yeah. Right. And so now I've been in conflict with myself my entire life. And, um, and I go, you know, man, you, you guys tell me this book. I have to read the book. You tell me this guy is real, and you say this is absolute truth, and there's no lie in this book. And it can happen to that man, but it can't happen to me. Right. You're saying I'm not as good. Uh, it, you Except d- the book says you are. Right. The man in the book that you're supposed to believe says you are. So it's just, it's like all of this internal conflict, man. And and you're like just trying to go through this process of reconciliation throughout, um, throughout life, man. And, and so that's the thing is like, 
we go through the shit and then we cast light backwards for people to go hey look man I was there you know like I was I was there I'm with you now I'm not in your same spot right but exactly. I, I was here and now I'm here and if you keep just trudging along you're gonna be in, in right. such a better place you know and it, it's like man and, and that right there like the concept mm-hmm. of conflict right is that crazy like uh, when I, my daughter's the one that showed me that she went through like a phase um, last fall yeah. where she was super diving down rabbit holes of witch burning yeah being burned at the stake like yeah. why would people do that why would you know and I'm like so but that's what that's what happened with my my resolution of all the events from the summer and the last year was that I realized that I thought my turmoil came from not wanting to have conflict with people in my life. You know, my ex. So, I mean, obviously, if I'm telling a judge that this is a corrupt situation, there's a conflict. If I say the lawyer's corrupt, that's a conflict, right? Like, how can I speak my truth? This is the truth is the way that I see it, and not have conflict. You know, and I'm trying to. Be, and it, it took me until that time frame I was telling you about, where I was like, oh, what about my internal conflict? Like, I'm focused on trying to resolve this conflict in the outside world, and I'm completely ignoring my internal conflict. And so that's that's when it became about resolution and wholeness. It's like, no matter what it looks like in the outside world, no matter if anybody agrees with me, no, you know what I mean? No matter what these ultimate circumstances, I mean, it's shit fucking insane that I might like I don't have custody of my daughter right now and I might lose my daughter in my life and the only thing that makes sense to me is I have to stop that internal conflict with myself I have to take the opportunity when those mixed messages come to um, sort through what's true for me and let it just be and stop that conflict with myself because most of it came from stuff I picked up along the way and said, oh, this this feels like a good fit or this will make me safe, consciously, unconsciously, whatever. So with great humility, I say, you know, I've created most of the fucking catastrophes in my life through that force field and I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So... You know, I might get burned at the stake. Yeah. Well, peace and blessings until you do, friend. Yeah, right, right. Hey, bring some marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> a couple cold ones. Yeah. You know, and celebrate. Because honestly, I got to a point where I was like, what if, you know, just like, I was I was terrified that some of the students would kill me. And, I mean, it was, you know, I got full, full fear immersion. Woohoo! But what I came to was like, I love. Yeah. I love. Yeah. And and I will be love, and I will always be love. And the love that I am, and the love that I have, and the love that I've shared as our oneness is never gonna go away. So even if like this is my last breath, and this physical body's not here anymore, I'm good. You know. Same with my kids. It's like the love that we have shared, like the. You know, I mean, there's stories about times and memories, but just that feeling of right. unconditional, yeah. like, there's no hierarchy, there's no codependence. It's just 
celebration yeah. of another spirit and the way that they do things, the way they see things, the way they the way they express. It's what else is there? Yeah. So you are a, a bubble, you know. <laughs> and I hope that um, I hope the next time you get stranded on the rocks, like you think of me and you like look over across the river and I'm like, this fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> Let's give ourselves some grace. You know? Yes. <laughs> and be like, we'll be in the flow again soon. Yeah. Maybe the rocks flow. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for talking to me. And, uh, I had this uh, huge expectation that we were going to have this conversation about um, housing and your project and all this yeah. kind of stuff. But we're, we're, instead, we're, 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 uh, we've been discussing the foundation. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Um... You know, it's good to know who you're with, right? It's like, it's, uh, um, this is where we got brought today. What we should do, though, if I am going to post and publish this podcast, is you should tell people how to reach you and a little bit about your project. Because when people actually listen to this podcast, and they're like, What's he doing? Doing it here. What <laughs> that bull doing? Yeah. And they can look you up in your project stuff. Yeah. So, where can people find you? I don't even know. In your that. work. Yeah, I guess. Uh, your website? Working on a website. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, TC. What was the, yeah, Inc. what was the, what, the website, the web address will be tcfund.com? Tc yes. Okay, so tcfundinc, all one word? Yeah. Okay. Dot com. Data actually is up. Okay. And then uh, it, it may be Paradigm Builders. We're, we're working on, on that being the name, but the IRS don't want to give me an EIN, so I'm talking to them about how to navigate through that so there may be a name change um, there will be a link from the chain fund for sure there will okay. yeah and then we're doing um, our first project will be off of Graham Street so there will be a lot more development to come here it, it seems like it's all happening so quick yeah well but the starter that what you told me is that there's two acres off of Graham Street in uptown Charlotte yeah where you're going to have six lots yes and you have um 900 square foot and 1200 square foot yes which are two and three bedroom um, homes that are constructed out of shipping containers that's yes. very low cost yeah. and you have a program available that you you're collaborating with folks that um, for qualified and interested individuals they can um, go through a training program in conventional financing get a grant funded down payment assistance yes. to get into the home yes and so your goal is to get um, affordable quality housing and land for folks that need it. That's right. And this is your pilot project to get some actual bricks and mortar in 3D world demonstration of the concept and you're amazingly open to collaboration with all these different sources to continue to... See, I get chills. I'm so excited about the project. I'm so excited. Thank and you're you. so open to the flow of, like, just letting everything channel through you, so... Very cool, man. Yeah. Did I leave anything out? I don't think so. Okay. Super enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. Okay. <laughs>